Hey, how you doing, sugars? What's up? This is Andy, Spears and Steinberg podcast. Mm-hmm. Second episode of 2020. Yeah, new year. Might have to change a couple of things. Just give some newness. You, know, you didn't know. make any resolution? No. You going to go back on your diet? Yes, 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 yes. So there's a resolution. Yeah, no, it's not a resolution. It's a, it's a, it's a re, just, it's bullshit. But you know, it ain't a resolution till I make it happen. So well, coming up here today, having to walk up those four four flights, which I hated you for. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking tough, nigga. Uh, yeah, but here we are. All right. Listen, on the last episode, I forgot to ask you a very important question. We you know, just- this reminds me what you're just about to do, and I actually wrote this down. Uh, you, you ever see that show on ESPN, Pardon the Interruption? Yeah. Yeah, they have a segment where towards the end of the show, they basically correct yeah. their mistakes. Yeah. So this is kind of what this feels like right now, because I actually have something from way back that I wanted to correct. But go ahead. Okay. Well, maybe maybe at the beginning of our episodes, we should do uh, the recap of uh, whatever we fucked up. Yeah, that might be a new twist. Uh, a recap of what we fucked up. Yeah, and what we missed. <laughs> um, go ahead. All right. What well, you want me to start? Well, let me. Let me. Yeah, get into yours. Yeah. Uh, well, Dude. it's small stuff, but um, I remember when we were talking about uh, Mike Tyson, and I said he fought Joe Frazier's. He, he fought Joe Lewis's son, Marvis Frazier. I meant to say Joe Frazier. Frazier. Yeah. I said Joe yeah, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so pardon me on that. Fuck up. Did, um, someone, send, did someone email you that to let you know? That no, but that bothered me because I'm, I'm such a boxing guy. And I went, nigga, Joe Lewis. <laughs> like, that nigga, what? Um, I think we all knew what you're talking about. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. And then also, I, I forget, uh, we were talking about uh, movies. And uh, I was like, how the fuck did we? Something about John Malkovich and Rounders. Uh, he wasn't in round. Was, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was the Yeah, he was the Russian dude. Hanging around. Hanging around. Okay, but go ahead. Okay. So uh, the, what, the thing I want to ask you that we didn't get to, and I can't believe that we didn't get to this, and I have something I want to fix too, but I'm going to get to this first. Uh, Bill Cosby, Eddie Murphy beef. I'd be curious to know if it's really a beef or, or how Eddie felt about it. Because <laughs> I know that... Um, I guess it was Bill Cosby's representative got mad at the fact that Eddie made the joke that he made, which to me didn't even feel that risque. Um, and like, look, man, nigga. And, you know, again, I, I wonder if Bill himself gave a fuck. Something tells me he would have. But at the same time, I'm just like, come on, man, you're a comic. You know, and rule number one. You know, comedy takes precedent over everything. Yeah. You fuck up, nigga, that's you. You know, you, you can't tell motherfuckers not to do their job because you fucked up. So I was more disappointed Eddie didn't go harder. Yeah, I could see that. But I think that, I, I think Bill Cosby, from what I've read right. and the stories that I've heard, I think he definitely would have cared. He definitely would be upset about yeah, it. Yeah, I could sense that. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I think there's a lot more to this than just his joke because, I mean, Cosby spoke out about black folks that, that, who had their pants. Pull up your pants. Right. Keep your pants on, Cosby. I mean, that's right, the, right, you know, right, uh, right. so there was the, the, the tension of him uh, saying, uh, talking about the black culture and then and how to fix it from coming from Cosby and then him saying oh who's the comedy dad I, I felt it was it wasn't it was appropriate I, I don't right. think that it was a, I, I, some people got really offended by the fact that he <sighs> but they also got offended and this is I, I want to ask you this he used the term house dad right and I read articles where people put the house <laughs> uh, use the term house the house n word. Oh, that's what the connection was. Yeah, that they thought that he was trying to that that, that he was using insinuating house. house dad is to mean house nigga. Yeah, who the fuck linked that up? I don't get that at all. I thought what you gonna go with it was house dad, like stay at home mom, like that's belittling. No, house dad, like house dad is like house nigga. Oh, I don't make. I don't know how you make that connection. That's a reach. Yeah, I thought it was a reach. I didn't get it. Uh, when I saw there was controversy about it, I had to go back and what? watch it again because I was like, I didn't, I didn't even catch that he said it. Well, nah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's where we are. That's where we're living. Oh, this tampon ass <laughs> era. Are we? That's fucking ridiculous. 
But everything, because everything now has to have a hidden agenda. Yeah, I, I'd have loved it if he'd have said house nigga. Again, like we said before, man, give us the balls, nigga. You Eddie Murphy. Yeah, all them jokes were tame. Well, but that's what, that's what I, I just thought that was weird. I thought that was weird. I thought the Cosby thing being a, a problem was weird. I didn't see that as a problem. We I know mean, Eddie likes fucking. Yeah. Ten kids, nigga. And he announced that on that show, too. Ten, ten fucking kids. But do you think this last one that's how old is this one? Not even a year. The one, his, his latest one is with a white chick. Yeah, but do you think, yeah. that, do you think that was on purpose? What was on purpose? You think he really wanted to have another kid at this age? Yes. Really? Yeah. You know, um, it's funny how life just plays out. You remember when Eddie did Raw, all he was talking about was, you know, not marrying a bitch and fuck marriage and Eddie, give me half and all this shit. He's, he's a family guy. He loves, I saw some sort, I saw a documentary on him and, and he was like, yo, Eddie gets lonely. He likes to have a full house. He likes, he, he doesn't like going out. He likes, he likes to stay at home, you know, and he, he, he likes his house full. He, he's into that. He likes a lot of people around him. Is he still living in that Jersey house? I don't know. And I just think it's weird though that 10 kids, God damn. How old is he now? I want to say 50 something. Yeah. Is he 60? I know. I think he's still 50. Really? Well, how would, I wouldn't want to have another baby. I can't how even... old is Eddie Murphy? I wouldn't. Eddie Murphy is 58 years old. Damn, he's 60. And he's having a baby. He has a baby. Listen, man, like he said, money don't crack. Yeah. Nigga, when you got paper, it's different. You can have it's gra- different. You can have grandkids. Or you could just have another kid. Nigga, you could have an African village, nigga. When you got money, it's not a problem. I guess, man. But imagine I, the child support, nigga. If he was, and I wonder how many from different women. I know Nicole Murphy, this Spice bitch from the Spice Girls, this white chick. That's three right there. Yeah. Three baby mamas. Did he, did he get married though? Did he get, was he married? He was married to Nicole. I don't know if he's married now. But he, he never married uh, Scary Spice. No. And I think she had to get a DNA test because he wasn't trying to claim that at first. Okay. But they don't have uh, – New Jersey doesn't recognize uh, like co-op uh, marriage without – you know, like after you've been with someone for so long. Right. They don't recognize marriage that way. Right. So he, he, he didn't have to worry about that one. Shit, he ain't have to worry about nothing because that nigga's bank account is large. Dude, but half is still half. Yeah. Yeah. But goddamn. Okay. Well, congrats let, to let me, let me tell you something that happened. Uh, I, I went to the, I think it was close to, uh, for New Year's Eve, I went to the liquor store. Uh, and I know I mentioned to you this before. At the liquor store <laughs> near my house. <laughs> I was there. We went there. Uh, okay, yeah. The, the dude, the deaf dude yeah. that works there. This deaf guy. And I was standing in line. And there was a guy in front of me that was buying something. And uh, let me make sure I try to get this right. Something happened where he basically turned to me and goes, well, hey, at least this happens when you come to this liquor store. And I just, my, the comic, my comic mind just went, what if the deaf dude went, ain't that the doof? <laughs> and it was something that just, it fucked with me. It made me laugh. Because, again, when this guy talks, he talks like that. And half the time I can't understand when it's time to pay. I think I bought something and it was like twenty six twenty two, And he said, and I know I heard several twos, but I couldn't make out the six. So my first inclination is always to go, what? Because <laughs> I get real impatient. But I, going, what? Let's him know. That nigga, I can't understand you. So I take a deep breath and I just go, I'm sorry, what'd you, what'd you say? But he was like, I just, it just, oh man, God forgive me. Man, okay, you took me there. And I got it. And, and uh, <coughs> you told me the story about, about that. And I was looking for a particular uh, a bourbon. And uh, he, he helped me. He, he knew I was looking for something. So he came over and, he, and then he started to, to describe it to me. Right. 
And uh, listen, I'm not making fun of anybody, but there's a reality to how much you can understand and how much you can't. Right. And he can't hear it. So, uh, and I'm assuming, and this is the other thing. I want to ask these questions, but you can't ask these questions. I'm a curious person. I'm surprised no one's shot me already yet. Right. But, you know, like, did you, you you must have been able to hear earlier in your life that you can verbalize because, you know, if you can't hear it, you can't, you don't know how you'd make these sounds. And so he's, he's working on completely off memory. Give him great credit for doing everything that he's doing. But. The last thing I wanted was a full-on bourbon description of the distillery and where it came from. Right from the because you can't and you and I'm I'm trying to look like I'm right. I'm I'm grasping all this, and then you know then you start thinking in your head how do I how do I how do I get out of this this, this? was it that long was it or was it was he explaining that much or would you just couldn't understand I couldn't understand it and then I felt bad that right. I wasn't understanding it so it seemed longer than it was it was right. probably only like two or three minutes right but two or three minutes of not yeah, understanding someone. It's a long time, yeah. and you don't want to be a dick, right? But you're kind of like, oh. at what point do you become dickish for your own, you know, saving? Um, I think if you would have went, if you would have described anything else, but I finally went, okay, thank you very much, and then right. I paid, and I didn't understand what he said when it came to the money too, so I just handed him uh, enough money that I knew would cover it and right. got my change back. Right. Okay. But that's very interesting. But and you go there all the time. That's your spot? Uh, one of. Yeah. <laughs> one of. Um, uh, have you been... I, I, I talked to you about it a little bit, and I know that you haven't seen it, but I'm trying to get you to see it, and then you told me something else. But uh, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It took me... This is its third season, and I started watching it. It's on Amazon. Yeah. And you've never seen it? Nope, and won't see it. And then uh, I was surprised when you told me you're not going to see it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of... Uh... Alex Bornstein, uh, and you know that you know for a fact she said this. I was there. You heard it. Was yeah, your own she, I heard it. Um, wow. She, I mean, look, she's probably changed, and maybe she's a nice person now. But um, you know, when we are legend has it, when we were on Mad TV, Deborah and I were in the uh, makeup room, and so was Nicole Sullivan and Alex. And at that time, Deborah was dating. I don't know how much she was dating, but she was fucking with. Pat Kilbane, the white dude who was on the show. And I guess that bothered Alex that a black woman is with a white dude or whatever her beef was. But at one point, she turns to Nicole and she goes, Nicole, look, I have all this black dirt under my fingernails. It's like I got raped by a black man and I have the evidence to prove it. And, you know, it rubbed me and Deborah wrong. And where we fucked up was thinking that we could go to the higher ups and say something. And she'd be reprimanded when, 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 in fact, us saying something got us in trouble. Uh, me and Deborah was looked at as troublemakers. Um, so, moral of the story, stay in your place, niggas. This world is not for you. Uh, that's like, you know. But the, uh, and, and I hate to ask this because this, yeah. this is a white dude ask. Yeah. So this is a white dude ask. Everybody. Yeah. You think that's her, do you think that was her character or do you think she was trying to make a joke? That she was trying to be funny, and no, she just said she made a bad joke. Well, number one, you just said it. It's a bad joke. So if it's a bad joke, why tell it? Two, sometimes you don't know it's a bad man, joke. It wasn't a joke. I, it just that was her. That she was. You know, there was a point in time where um, she had become really frustrated with the show, and she didn't want to be on it anymore. But she was contracted, um, and she was going through a cuntiness, a cunty, a cunty mode. Uh, and I remember one of the pictures we took every year, we'd have to take new cash photos uh, to, to celebrate the new season. And I remember we did the one year we took the cast photo and in the photo, she's given the finger and they had to, you know, See, airbrush it out, airbrush it out. So it looked like her, it was just her fist. But yeah, so she was really on one. Um, and is this at the same kind of time that all this? Yeah. 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 So, so she just was mean and cunty. Um, and, you know, it's like, like, look, again, people, you know, show business is a, is a, is a racist business. Um, you know, Gabrielle Union getting fired because, you know, her hair. Um, Orlando Jones being fired, and he said it was racist. Um, and Nick Cannon said NBC stands for niggas be careful, you know. Um, so... 
There it is, boys and girls. NVC. See, Around six, since the 50s. Niggas be careful. <laughs> dude, doom, it, doom, doom. Uh, it really, uh, that's, that, it bummed me out so much because I really liked the show. And she's a major part of the show. Uh-huh. And uh, when I first saw that, when I first realized, oh, yeah, she was on Mad TV, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm going to ask Aries about her because. Uh, I remember I, I talked about it on The Breakfast Club. And I guess a couple of people hit Alex up and mentioned it. Uh, and Will Sasso and Alex were always close. They were like brother and sister. And me and Will was close. But I think that bothered Will that I said something. Because I remember he called me. And he was like, man, why would you do that? Like, dude, why do you, why'd you do that? Um, so, yeah, man. That's, I really like that show. Yeah. And that's going to make it hard for me to watch. No, no, show. listen. Alex is talented. There's no doubt about it. She was one of the top. Like, again, when Mad TV was on a run where it was really a well-oiled machine, we had some of the baddest chicks in comedy, man. Mo, Deborah, Nicole, Alex, Stephanie Weir, those five chicks, power players, man. Power hitters. Alex was a bad bitch. Just, you know, her personality was shit. She, uh, that show is great. She's great on the show. She's honestly, she's, she's amazing. And it, it, but you know, it's funny <laughs> that you said the NBC and what it stands for because niggas be careful. Uh, when you watch the show, it takes place, it starts like in 1958. Mm-hmm. And man, there must have not been a better time in the whole world to be just an average white man. Hey, man, those that, were the golden years, dude. Ask me what ABC stands for. <laughs> what does ABC stand for? <laughs> Apes, blacks, and coons. <laughs> okay. Does CBS have any meaning? Let me think about it, and I'll check back in with you. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, oh, man, but it, it's like in the movie, everything, like being a, a white dude in the 50s, uh, early 60s, must have just been, it was just free-roaming. Do Colored you black want to do. savages. <laughs> Colored black savages. All right, um, and we might have to move on for this while we still have some, no, no, some uh, of a no, because I wanted to, I wanted to bounce on something you said uh, um, regarding the time period, but I, I got caught up in my <laughs> in my racist announcer voice and lost track. <laughs> um, go ahead, no, no, no. What, what were you saying? No, no, I, I don't even. Uh, I was going to say we should probably get off this this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this train before it uh, wrecks into the career of no more. <laughs> um, fuck, I wanted to say something and I fucking lost track. Um, God, I, I can't remember what the fuck. Yeah, it it'll is come there. back. Yeah, but, but I, I'm sorry. I, 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 man, I wish you could check out the the show itself about a comedian about a, a female comedian uh, coming. Oh, now I know what I wanted to say. Um, reason number five hundred and eighty five. Well, I don't believe in God. Like, Alex Bornstein, again, you talk about karma. Cunty, bitchy, racist. Then goes from Mad TV to she had a short-lived HBO show where it was, she played in a, like a, in a hospital. Uh, I think that was on for like two seasons. The mother of family guy, which I'm sure has made her wealthy. Yeah, yeah. And then... This show now, and she won an Emmy. Yeah. See, Negroes, racist prevails. If there's a such thing as karma, if God really was real, come on. Come on. Meanwhile, Deborah Wilson, and Deborah, you know, we, you could not find a more loving person. Not a fucking bad bone in that broad's body. And she was a very, Spiritual person, sometimes to the point of annoying, because Deborah would come in some days and everything was good morning, everybody. Blessings, the father blessings, our father, our God gives us blessings. And if you dare talk to her about God, nigga, you was in for a three day conversation. You would just be listening, waiting to find your moment to go. Okay, I got to go because she was heavy. And this is a woman, father, blessings. Ooh, father, God, blessings, father, every day. Then, you know, ain't really working. Hits a rough patch, loses her condo, staying in a one-bedroom studio, downsizing. This is a woman who preaches the father every day. 
and is hitting fucked up shit. Meanwhile, the cunt and the racist, Emmys, shows, wealth. I don't want to. I don't get it. But go ahead. Okay. Just get your fucking typewriters ready. Nigga um, said typewriters. Yeah, I'm old, man. Get your keyboard ready. Get your typewriters ready. We're hammering out a new script. Go ahead. You you said yourself. You go. She she may be different now. She may be yeah. a different person. But you think that whole that that one. And obviously, she meant it. She meant it as a joke. She didn't mean it as. Uh, we don't know that she meant it as well, as, as a joke. A joke is meant to make people laugh. It's meant to make people feel good. Even it's supposed to make people feel good. It's a joke. It's supposed to make you laugh. There, I don't think there was any intent in that at all. It was just her being. It mean. was her being mean. Yeah. But does that hang racist on her for the rest of her life? I'm supposed to say no. I know. I know I'm asking. Um. I mean, I'm asking because I'm not, I'm, and I'm, this is why I said get your keyboards ready because now it's going to be there. Well, this is a white guy, and he's uh, he's fly. I'm asking the question: Can can does it mean? Because for- basically, what you chalking it up to? She made a mistake. Did she make a mistake? But does I mean, and that all we no matter what we do in do life. Do I think she's flag burning on the weekends? No. Um, <laughs> do I think she's hanging out with niggas from the NAACP? And, you know, doing charity work and helping niggas? No. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, hate, I, I just hate to cast light on somebody like that. But um, if, if it... If... Listen, I'm not a John Wayne fan, but I recently read where John Wayne said he supported white supremacy. There was some leaked tape or something of him saying he believed in white supremacy. Now, if you're a cowboy fan, like my dad was, an old black and white cowboys movie fan, you're going out of here, partner. And you like John Wayne. Does this change your love for John Wayne movies? You can. Yeah. I think you can. He had really small feet, by the way. Did he? Yeah, like under, it was like a, under a size six. That means his dick was little. <laughs> He wasn't the gunslinger you thought he was. If you ever go over to the Chinese theater on, uh, yeah. uh, there's they have the footprints. Yeah, look, he has boots on because the boots would make your foot look longer, right. bigger. And uh, he, they said it's like under a size six. Jesus, that's why he had that walk that way. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't put a full stride. He'd fall right, over. Right, right. So. <laughs> Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free. Or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? No, man, I'm just, you know, I, I don't want to. The reason I said that is I, I don't want to. I don't want to say something that, you know, like you said, Will Sasso, you know, there's a lot of people that are involved when you listen, I'm going to, I'm going to make this sound wrong. So I'm just going to say, listen, I, I can't agree with what she said. And even, even in a joke, man, even with what I do and I question everything that I do. And I, I, I mean, just, it's, 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 it's tough for me to hear that. The history, you know, niggas got hung for raping white women uh, and often they were hung when after being falsely accused. The, 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 he raped a white woman was just the reasoning they wanted to use so we can go string this nigga up. I, I, and I get and it, it, it. Fuck, man. All right. I'm going to move on because I can't. There's, nah, no, there's, listen, no, there's, I, there's no win in this one. No, uh, there's no, and I'm not trying to. I, I wasn't trying to crucify anybody, but I'm also not trying to save anybody either. So right. it is what it is. Um, are we going to touch your boy? Who? 
Trump. Oh yeah, you want to go on Trump? It's World War Three, baby. I hope not. I wish this is where I wish I was still on Twitter because you know all the memes. This like how how black people they call it black Twitter, and it, some of them make it to Instagram, but really you have to be on Twitter to see them. All the black people, uh, just like you know when it's around the holidays and they go black Twitter is talking about. Uh, black families in Thanksgiving. Some of the memes and clips were fucking hilarious. So apparently black Twitter is doing all these memes and stuff about World War Three. And there was one clip they used where I guess Kobe Bryant is sitting courtside at the Laker game talking to his daughter clearly about basketball and what's going on in the court. And then somebody wrote in black Twitter, me trying to explain to Iran that we ain't have shit to do with it. So as Kobe's talking to her and you just – See the motions, but no words, and he's hand signals, and this is what you have to do, and boom, and when the defense cuts back, and just was me explaining to Iran, I ain't got shit to do with Trump. So all black people are trying to distance distance themselves from from this shit. Um, but one of the most interesting things I came across was somebody said to all you white Trump supporters, uh, I hope you're ready to enlist and go fight in this war since you support this man, yeah. and he started something. Uh, so put your money where your mouth is now. Uh, and I thought, you know what? Again, I know he's the Teflon president to his supporters. And we keep trying to ask ourselves, when? When do they finally go, well, wait a minute. This ain't it. This ain't it. They, they not, they not, their loved ones, some of their loved ones are going to be deployed and may not come home. Over something that didn't need to happen. They're already being this, deployed. This ain't it. This ain't where Trump supporters go, this motherfucker's crazy. Well. And all of this, let's be honest. All this support where they look past everything he's done, all of who he is, is because their racism means more to them than the right thing. I, I don't even know where to go with this because it is so I, – I heard something that they were saying on CNN and one of the, one of the, the correspondents or whatever, the, the person that they were talking to, they said uh, that this is – that he was a bad guy, the, the guy that he, he was a bad guy and he um, – there was no denying that him being it – it was, it, was, <coughs> it was something that probably should have happened a long time ago. Um. Uh, because of what he has done. And that's besides the point, though, really, where we're going on this. But he said, uh, so maybe it's the, uh, the right thing to have happen, but the wrong commander-in-chief. It should have been somebody else. Well, so, well, like, we, anyone else could have done this, and we could have possibly gotten behind it or been seen or, or seen what the, the reason was. But this guy has such... Uh, th- th- there's such a divide in the country, number one, and then there's such a divide in whether, even within the people who did, that do support the Republican Party, mm-hmm. whether this was the right move or not, man, it, it, like, it so could destabilize the whole world. And I, and I now, don't... What do you mean? Because I don't... I'm, that's a little bit above me mentally. What do you mean destabilize the whole world? If there's an attack... Like, uh, Iran is in a place that... Their their position in the Middle East. First of all, uh, let, let, let me let me back up a, a, bit, a bit on this. Before you would say that, let me ask you a question: Are we in danger? The world is in danger. Are we in danger specifically? Yes. From what I from what uh, do Americans have something to fear? I'm going to say this, and and this is going to sound like double talk, but I'm going to say this: We have had things to fear this whole time. Do we have more to fear today? I think it's. Uh, I think tactically, yes. There's definitely uh, more to fear because you know there's going to be some kind of retribution. There's. They're not going to. They're not. This is not going to go away. With okay, well, we we we'll, 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 we'll be better. Do you think, on the same grand scale, we have another nine eleven to worry about? No, this is going to be much different. Because yeah, well, nine eleven, okay, nine eleven is way different because <laughs> when oh the quarterback is, is toast. toast. How can we only do this when we're at my when I when we're at the place where I'm staying? 
You bring you give me gas, nigga. Because no, that must be it. Uh, with nine eleven, there was no one to attack. There was we were attacked by an ideology, not a country. So, the ideology was all over the world in cells, sleeper cells. But it was it was more coming from different places where they like say some people say it was in Saudi Arabia, some people say it was in Iran, Iraq, all the. Uh, where this this uh, ideology has built and came up, so there's no place that you can go and go. Well, we got to we got to where, where do you attack? It's people. It's it's groups of people. That's what made um, it's so difficult. That's what's made this a 20 year war over an ideology and right. sprung up things like ISIS, where now everybody was fighting. And who he? Uh, I can't even say this guy's name right, and I'm not going to mess it up. So we know who was just assassinated. So we're going to start there. Uh, he was fighting ISIS. So, you know, he's in one aspect, he, he hate they hate the American um, ideology that was pervasive, that there were that people feel that America is trying to push into their country. Uh, and you would have to go back in history to understand that there was a Shah of Iran at one time and he was backed by America and then he was ex- expelled from the Ayatollah Khomeini. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's a lot more to this that I'm trying to wrap up in this one little uh, podcast segment from someone who's an idiot and has no business talking about world politics, but here we go. Um, what you just asked is, are we more in danger? Uh, we're more in danger from an enemy that we, we, we know. We know who it is. We know what it was. But the response from that is what the problem is, because they're going to respond. But what he, they did say is that they're, they're not after the American people. They actually said this. They actually, uh, one of the Ayatollahs came out and said that it's not actually after the American people. This yeah, is, I saw that part. Yeah, this is they, about... They specifically named Trump. Trump, Pompeo, and uh, who else did they name? Okay. Did they say Pence? I don't know if they said Pence. Okay, well, let's take anyone. It was the Secretary of State. It was Trump. Yeah, Pompeo was the secretary. Okay, so it was him, Trump, and I don't know. I think I thought it was Pence. Maybe. Okay, let's just say it was or wasn't. How realistic is that? That you're going to get Trump? What do you? They think that they're going to kill the president? Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that they think they're going to kill the president. But again, and I and I don't. I don't even know if we're supposed to talk about shit like this on this podcast. But you have more danger of uh, an individual that has belief in what an Ayatollah just said. Because when he said that, <coughs> that could be a call to arms of someone living in this country who's been here, either, like they say, sleeper cells, or someone who just believes in, 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 in what they are saying, to uh, not say anything and be a lone gunman. And who's more dangerous? Like, you know, you watch people coming in, but someone living here, someone that just has belief. I mean, that's more dangerous. Mm. So, you know, I, I feel like I don't know what the danger level is. I, I, I don't know. I just think that I, I think that we definitely know there's going to be some retaliation. So there is definitely some danger. What it is. When I said that it could destabilize the world, what are they? What are, as, you're, as you're strangling their economy, as we have, and you have less and less to lose, Who's the most dangerous person? The dog backed into the corner. He has nothing to lose and nowhere to go. So if you're taking away their economy, if you just attacked a military, you assassinated a military leader that has great, uh, the, the, the country loved this guy, you're already in poverty. You're already, uh, like, your, your, your economy, your people are struggling because of the sanctions that the United States has put on them. And, and I'm not saying... That they shouldn't have. I'm saying these are rightly, rightly so that they've put these sanctions on them. Mm-hmm. The whole world agrees with this. Most of the world agrees with the sanctions. But then you, uh, you throw a match on it. Right. It sounds like a problem. Like I, I, I saw where it said, you know, possible targets that rumored to be going after, one of which was New York. Um. That's why I said that. I was right. The right. only reason I could be happy to be in Cleveland. <laughs> right. Um, but if, 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 if any, if any, you know, there's a word, retribution, is that the right yeah. word? If any retribution is to happen, let's say embassies in other parts of the world, U.S. embassies and things like that, don't you always feel like people's main concern is as long as it don't happen here? 
as long as it don't happen on American turf where I could be hurt or killed or whatever, who gives a fuck about an embassy somewhere? And it might not be the most patriotic way to think or thing to say because it's still U.S., still got U.S. attached to it. But as long as it ain't in my backyard, whew. I mean, that's kind of America's whole way that America's always functioned. There's never been an actual, I mean, there was the, obviously the civil war was fought here. And then our, uh, you know, the, our, our, when we fought the British, that was fought here. But since then, there's never been a, we never seen casualties here. It's till nine 11 till nine 11. And that was, and then that was one, one attack. Now, what if that was multiple? What, I mean, we've never really lived in that situation. And that was, and that was, you know, nine 11, I, I liked how we galvanized as a, as America for a second, for a second. But then what happened? We went back to being Americans. Fuck you, nigga. Kiss my ass, hunky. It's just we're in this place. We're divided, and this is the first time that like we're divided. And the person that's in the White House is such a lightning rod that even in what's going to happen next, if something does happen next. It's not going to be like, oh, we're American. Let's get together. Let's do this. No, now it's going to be pointing fingers, and it's going to be. Let me ask you if this is true, because somebody told me that whenever there's a war, there can't be a change of power. Oh, there can be. Oh, there can be. You can reelect. You you still have your election. No, no, no. I mean, in terms of impeached and thrown out of the office, Uh, they can't. They can't throw them out if there's a war. I don't think that that's possible to stop. (laughs) if, If there's an impeachment and they're taken out. Right, because that's a vote by Congress and uh, by Congress. But that process still can happen. I think so. Mm. I think it's unlikely that they would remove someone at the time. I think it was unlikely before this. I think it's more likely now than it was before this that they would try to impeach him. I remember on the night they announced. I'm he sorry, was, he was impeached, but we right. tried to remove him from office. But I remember on the night he was impeached. I was, I was, and again, I'm not a political guy, but I, I, I thought, oh shit, he's out of the office. But you told me that ain't that ain't the case. No. Impeachment just means he was impeached. He was impeached. But getting out of the office—that's a separate issue. Well, now, well, he's impeached and by the by uh, by the House, and now it has to go to the you know it has to go to the Senate, and the Senate isn't uh, is the majority Republican, and, male. Well, yeah, and uh, they need people that will look. At, okay, before we even go to there, what, what the Senate is, look at what the House did when they when they did the impeachment. There wasn't one Republican. Uh, they crossed over and voted for impeachment. They all stuck together. They all stuck together. Oh, them good old boys. But there were some Democrats that uh, won, uh, that I think it was, I don't know how many total, uh, voted no or present. They didn't vote. Uh, they didn't put in a vote. So <coughs> they've already shown that the Republican Party is not going to mm-hmm vote for impeachment unless something else comes up. So what I'm saying what I meant by that is right now if if this was a this reaction um that Trump had where he went after someone uh and they make this illegal on how he did it, which I don't think how he did it is illegal. He has the power to do a strike like that. But they didn't they say he needed Congress? No, you don't. He, he, not for a strike. That if, if there's intimate danger, he has the right to. But he, was there intimate danger? That's what I'm saying right now. If they can prove that this was not intimate danger, then then he will lose Republican support. He has to. Are you sure? Because it seems like the Republicans are a lot like his supporters. They, they just refuse to. It's not so much only they're being their supporters. They're afraid to go against them because they don't want to lose their election. That's what the, that's where it really breaks down to with Trump is that the people they don't want to whether it's 52 or percent versus 48 percent. They don't want to lose that 48 percent. They don't want to lose their populace, their voting populace, because they went against Trump on something that that group feels is important to the country. That's why they're sticking with Trump. They're not sticking with Trump because I don't think they're sticking with Trump because they all believe in this guy. I think they're sticking with him because they don't want to lose their position. And this is where it goes back to what. So are you saying that if 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 they were to go against Trump and he won again, let's say let's say they go against Trump and they have to run for election and Trump doesn't support them and actually comes out against them. 
Um, he's either going to have, he might lose his nomination, he, uh, not lose his nomination, he might get another uh, candidate to run on the Republican Party, and, and, and he'll lose. If That's what they're worried about. Um, if there's... Uh, so it has nothing to do with, if they don't support him, his base will get pissed off and decide, we're not going to support Republicans. We're not going to support this Republican, yeah. Or they have, a, or they won't come out to vote, and the Democratic vote will still remove them from office because more Democrats will come out and not not participate in that vote. This is what I, I this is what I believe that they're uh, as as what I've read is what they what a lot of them are worried about. Right. But this is where you have to be for your country and not for your uh, not for party politics. You got to you got to do what's right for the country. Well, if that were the case, Trump supporters would realize what a mistake they're making. If it was about doing what's right for the country yeah. instead of doing what's right for your racist and idiotic views. Well, a lot of people believe in the economy and the economy that he's presented is still functioning at a high volume. But before Great Depression, there was a, the economy was uh, functioning correctly, too. When I said destabilize a war uh, and an oil war. Uh, could destabilize the whole world because it's dependent on the oil that comes from the Middle East. Right. And so uh, some some key things that they could do could destabilize the whole world, which would put us into another, could, could put us into another depression. And let's say that happened. Now will they say it? They'll be too poor. No one's going to be, no one's going to, uh, half the people will probably kill themselves because they'll lose all the money in the stock market because they so all you say the money. We mean the stock no, market. No, so we're not talking about because there ain't nobody in the, in the middle of America that's a Trump supporter that's playing the stock game. No. But there are a lot of people that are – the, it will change. I don't know what will change. Yeah, I, I think if we're in a Great Depression, I think Trump is the only thing he's had to stand on is the economy. So if the economy goes, yeah, then he goes. But if the, what if, what, 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 now what do you do tactically if this works out? And their response and uh, – Whatever the response that happens and it works out and the whole the whole thing turns out to work for Trump, because you just you know I'm not I don't want to bring up people's names again, but you alluded to like not always is the righteous person the winner, right? So what happens if this all works out for him? Reason number seven hundred and seventy five why I don't believe in God. These are just my. My thoughts. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not educated enough to really even talk about this the way that we're talking about it. But I mean, that's that's what I've read and what I've seen on on the news. And this is why you guys don't. This people are listening to me and want to hate me already because uh, I, I know already when you hate Trump, anything I just said sounds like I'm supporting Trump. And I know that people hate Fox News, but I'm going to tell you what you got to do if you if you watch CNN and you watch MSNBC and you watch. Uh, what else is what is Fox? Fox. Well, yeah, there's another one besides another uh, CNN. Other than CNN, CNN NBC, MSNBC, MSNBC. There's another. There's a couple other you know news programs out there that are very uh, more liberal programs. You have to if you watch all that. If you just suck up that content and you don't watch Fox News, even whether you believe whether Fox News is fake or not news, that's still what a major part of this country is listening to. And to understand the mentality of the other person sitting across from you. Sometimes you have to get that other side. <coughs> listen to all of it. Cause that's how you make it. If you just listen to people that agree with what you're saying, you're not learning and you're not educating yourself on how to change an opinion. Listen to the other side too, so that you understand where they're coming from, because then you can make changes on people's opinions. If you just know what you, if you just, if everything that's agreed upon, when someone says something to you, you go, you know, you're wrong and you don't know why they're saying it, you can't do anything about it. I'm just saying we need to listen. You need to hear it. You don't need to listen to it. You don't need to absorb it, but you need to be able to be able to defend your point of view, and you can't do it if you don't know what that other side is saying. Amen. What else you got? Uh, we're almost there. Do uh, you want to do a couple emails? No, that's a whole nother. You want to wait? Yeah, what else you got on your list, though? I mean, you said you got the David Stern thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I was going to pull out my list. I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, I got your list. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you want to talk about David Stern a little bit? Uh, yes. what's the, you said something about takes money to make money in Hollywood? Yeah, that's a whole article, though. Do you want to 
Do you want to open that up? Is, Is it time-consuming? It'll take a little bit, but you know what? It would be fun to do. Let me. Uh, I'll open what's, it. what's the gist of it? Dude, I, I okay. Uh, again, I, you know, I, I, there's a racial component to it as well. Yay! Uh, it's always talked about. Um, 23 of America's richest heirs, how do you say heiresses. it? Heirs and heiresses yeah. who are right on the money. Okay, go ahead. But when you talk about uh, wealth is generational and you, you, and you hand down your wealth, and that's how you keep people in power for so long. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit about that. But it was really amazing when I re- looked at who these, uh, who these people were that were getting this uh, enormous amounts of uh, money uh, from are the any family. Black, are any black these rich white women? Yeah, that's, I said it could get, you could, we could put oh, this a little racial. Okay. But I'm surprised at how many Hollywood people are in this list. Because as you're trying to break in, as, as someone who's trying to uh, break into entertainment even a little bit, right. and you're like, oh, well, anybody can make it. Look at this person. Look at this person. And then you read about where their, their generational wealth, their money comes from. Right. There's two reasons why you can make it if you have money. One, you can, you can withstand it. You can go in. You can live. Uh, you can still pay your bills. You can do what you need to do. There's a lot of people that are talented that can't pay their bills and have to get regular jobs and can't be available for because their careers aren't taken off. Yeah, right. But the other side of it is, if you uh, let's be realistic about the business of Hollywood, if there's two people that are both like great actors, let's say, and one comes from a billionaire family and one comes from no money family, mm-hmm. and the role could go to either one of those two people. But if you're looking at someone who has family influence and money, and could possibly be end up being a producer, an investor uh, into your business, who would you who would you pick? The person with the money, wouldn't you? Right. If, the, if I mean, if everything's equal, they're both talented actors. They're both good looking dudes. We can we can make this movie right. work with either one. But we might be able to get some money uh, either for this project or for the next project if we get so and so in it. Right. So, did you look at that list? Yeah. Did you see some of the names? Yeah. Did you see the amounts of money? Yeah. Do you want to go over the list? I, I mean, I mean, yeah, you could throw the names in. I was really surprised when I saw Scarlett Johansson at like. Uh, uh, I got to open it up to be able to do it, but because I don't remember where she was and how much money it was. A lot of money. It wasn't the most money though. Listen, at the end of the day, let's let's get really clear. Uh, this is a, I've always said this about show business. It's white people's FUBU. And remember, FUBU, the black clothing. For us, by us. For us, by us. It's their business. They run it. They control it. It's theirs. So I hear the money thing, and I know what you're saying, but their skin is their money. You know what I mean? But, the skin is their money. But, there's, but the money, I, I know, the money I know, protects the skin. I, I, I know. The, the complexion for the protection for the collection. White people have the complexion for the protection for the collection. Paul Mooney. He actually said that. Um, so, yeah, that sums it up right there. The complexion for the protection for the collection. Uh, this is their business, man. Um, okay. But there's some people like uh, Olivia Wilde. And I'm not, I'm not knocking any of this. Hey, if you have money from your family, congratulations. Listen, Good for if you. you. If you're born into my mom, my dad is a successful actor, that's just as wealthy. Again, Denzel Washington's son is making movies. Right. He skipped the line. There's nothing wrong. They ain't no paying no dues. Your daddy's Denzel Washington. Good for him. The lottery sperm, good for you. There you go. Lottery sperm. Okay, but... I don't come from lottery sperm. I just came from sperm and dirt and loose pocket change. I'm just going to say some of the people's names on this list because I was surprised that they came from a background where they were Olivia Wilde who I thought just popped up and she was on House and then she was the people thought she was she, right. she is a good actress and she's good looking, you know. She has a look that is uh, obviously Dakota Johnson because of her parents and they were already in the business and that's another thing if you're already in the business. Right. You have another leg up now right. and they have money and in the business. So that one works good. Nicole Richie, there but there there you go. Yeah. Um but she she hasn't done, has she done anything since then? Brooke Shields, we knew already had, but she had money. Arnie Hammer, man, mm. he's on that list. Um, I just think some of these people are Paris Hilton. Everybody knew, but she's not an actress, right? Anderson Cooper. I mean, I knew this one from ever. Nah, I didn't know. Gloria, two hundred Van- million. Yeah, Gloria Vanderbilt's son. I mean, that's her son. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, I never do that. Yeah. Um, and so he came from a long legacy. That's not now, now. We're not even just talking about money. That's a legacy. Right. Uh, but he's he's a he's a good host. I swear, sometimes I want to slap the shit out of my parents. He's a good host. What are you motherfuckers doing? What were you doing? Well, I feel bad because I haven't done anything for my kids to make this work wild. Uh, let's see. Who else? It's like that famous that meme I always see. If, if don't come, you don't come from a rich family, have a rich family come from you. Balthazar Getty, this dude right here, he's been in a bunch of movies. And he doesn't stand. Yeah, I don't even recognize he's him. He's been in a bunch of movies. $200 million. Uh, That's not his family worth. That's what... And I, I don't even know if I should say these numbers because I don't. I didn't do any research on this article to know that these are the right numbers either. Uh, let's see who else was in Hollywood. Who who else is like famous? It's Carly Simon's her. Family. Oh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Yeah, let me ask you something. Edward Norton, who's a great actor. Yeah. On this list, my probably my. That's the biggest surprise to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Knowing what you know now, if you if you could have it your way, because you know, would you would you if you could do it all over again, would you like would you have liked to have been born into wealth and fame as opposed to having to work for it? And which I don't know, in some ways, I guess, gotta it makes you tougher, and you know, it's a more rawness and a grittiness to. There's things you learn along the way during a journey of struggle, and it helps define you and make you and build character. Build your character. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you say, let me do that again, or fuck that? Let me be born and be Michael Douglas' son. Um, I think everybody, it's, it, everybody has their own journey, but I, I still, if I, if I knew at the end that I was going to succeed, I'd rather work for it. Right. Because I, I, I would but that's the scary thing. You don't. But if, if you knew, if you knew if that, if you were given that option, I would like to know that. What I would well, like, nigga, if I knew I could live and survive, I'd like to jump off a building and see what that's like, you know, and know that I'd be okay. If I knew I was going to live, let me see what the thrill of that is, you know. So it's like, no, that's the scary part. You don't know. Well, I don't know what it would be like to live in a in a in a mansion with lots of money either. I don't know. Maybe, and maybe there's a different challenge and, and the lack of character. I think I, and I'm not saying that cause there's probably a lot of people. If you were born into a comic legacy family where you automatically could just get jobs and be hired based on your name versus grinding it out in New York and from the bottom to the top, which again, I think if and if you have an ounce of talent, that really builds greatness in who you are as a comic. Would you rather still do that or go, man, my dad, my great granddad was Bob Hope. Or I come from this comic legacy where motherfuckers are just hiring me. I don't know. I think it depends on who you are because I don't think uh uh and, and it's not the same because it's not his parents, but I don't think Tony Rock got anything from being Chris Rock's brother. I don't think it's helped him. I think it's. I, I don't think it's helped him. I mean, maybe there is some doors that he was able to get in, but his comedy is his comedy, and I think that he's really went at it in a way that separate. I don't think. I don't think of Chris Rock when I think of Tony Rock. Mm. So yeah. I think it might depend on your character and who you are, because I'm sure he could use that. Possibly, I don't know. I heard stories that maybe Chris doesn't let anybody use his name to help them out. That he wanted really, they, yeah. Wow. So that's just a story I heard. I don't know if that's right. true either. That, right. Again, these are all stories, people. I can't make anything. Uh, I can't. I wasn't there for these. But I've heard stories from reliable people, though, too. Right. But And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Chris might feel like, hey, that's what made, you know, I had to go grind that for 10 years after Eddie Murphy put me on, and I had to go work, and that's what made me a comic, so that's why I'm going to do this. Maybe, you know, it, it might, his intentions may be, admirable of why he he might have right. be that way but like in comedy i think it's different i don't think that just because you're somebody in your family's funny that you're going to be funny well we rain prior nigga <laughs> we know that um yeah you can't pass that down that doesn't that doesn't happen right. uh but you know if if i if my parents were you know michael douglas got got it from kurt douglas but michael douglas was was a good actor Yes, one of the best. So, but there, 
I don't know that I would want to follow in my parents' footsteps that way, though. You'd want to make a name for yourself, and yeah, I wouldn't want to become an actor, and you know, and be compared to my even. Okay, if you're compared to your your parent, um, you have two choices, only two choices. You can live off of your parents' legacy and and be a a, a good actor. Or you have to do what's innate in people that want star to be a star, which mm-hmm. is to be better than your parents. Right. And so if you're and better, if you got the skills to be, but then you have other issues like Michael Douglas and uh, Kirk Douglas didn't get along because mm-hmm. Michael Douglas bought a, bought the the rights to make the movie. Um, oh, I'm gonna forget Spartacus. No, 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 oh. no, not that one. The one with uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, the one about him going uh, crazy. The Shining. No, we went crazy, and he was in the uh, cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah. Kirk yeah, Douglas. You mentioned yeah, this. yeah, Kirk yeah, Douglas. yeah. So, like, you know, the entanglement that you have in there, and now Kirk felt like his son could have just put him in that movie. But and you know, Michael Douglas had another son that was a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. And who I think he wanted to be an actor though too at one point. Right. That son. I think he got two sons that had problems. I, I know one was a comic, and I think he had an alcohol and drug problem. And I just recently saw his other son on KTLA. Promoting his book, talking yeah, yeah, about I saw he'd been that. to prison. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Well, you know, and that 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 leads, you know, if you can't make your own name, God, and you know, I'm speaking from a place of not knowing, but so again, my comment could be, you know, ass backwards, but from where I'm standing, it just I would like, man, I I, I just God, it's almost like if you're born into that life. With a father like that, parents like that, it's almost like not only are you getting a head start, but you're getting a head start with a with an advantage. How that doesn't work for you, or why that would fuck with you, I know what you're saying. You you don't want to be in a shadow. You want you to be your own man. You want to you want your own identity. I get that, and that's important. But damn it, life is so fucking difficult that any advantages you could get. How do you fuck that up? Well, okay, but look at what you have to do. Okay, I, I'm going to use a... Uh, I might be off on this one, but I'm going to try it anyway. Uh, Will Smith's kid. Uh, Jaden uh, Smith, I think, yeah. Is that, I don't know. I the don't, son. The son, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's a weird kid. Now, in a good way, and I don't mean that in a bad way. He's a, but how different did he have to think and come up with things that he's doing right now for himself? Uh to stand out? To stand out and separate himself from Will Smith. I mean, it's a lot to ask for a kid. And not everybody, and Will Smith, I give him great kudos. If he, if he can get his kid to have his own lane, right? that's amazing, especially with the lifestyle that they live. Yes, but here's the thing, and here's what's so unfair. And again, if you're born into that, congratulations to you. But if his kids fail, they don't have to worry about, uh-oh, I failed, I'm, I'm going to be homeless. Uh-oh, I'm not making any money. I'm, I'm stuck. Uh-oh. There's no uh-ohs. They, their parent, they got a safety net called their parents. Yeah, but even... Where, whereas most people, when you, it's time to venture out into the world, if something don't work, if shit backfire, if there's a problem, unless your parents got bread, it's on you. But uh, who said it? told their kids that, uh, see, I'm rich, you're not. Who I've is- heard that. I, I can't remember who said it, but I've, I've heard. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some truth to that. You can't just give. I don't know how much I buy that, though. What parent is going to watch their kid? If it really comes down to it, it's like, mom, dad, I'm in a rut. I'm in a situation. I'm facing living on the streets. Help me. What parent says no to their kid? Who's the comedian that's a... Uh- Forgetting his name right now. Damn, I hate when I do this. It's um, his dad's a producer, big producer. Chris Chris Delia. Uh huh. I never knew that. Yeah, you, and rightfully so because Chris doesn't run around saying it, and he works, and he goes out, and he's trying to he he not only tried to, but he set himself apart and put himself as a comedian. And his dad's a big time movie producer. Really, he came from money. So he's going to be on that list. I don't know if it's eventually. I don't, I don't maybe. Um, right. But what I'm saying is, but he he found his own space to be able to be who he right. was, but he didn't go into being a producer. I think some parents or 
I don't even know if it's just the parents, but I mean, innately in you, you have to have something that makes you want to be your own person. I think we all have that. Identity and purpose is, is huge. But we all have that. But what we all don't have is a guaranteed safety net. Yeah, but I think it's more than that because if it's just about money, if it's not about integrity and who you are as a person, then you get Trump. If you, yeah, I hear you. If it's about integrity, doing better for mankind, doing things to, uh, you know, to better the world. I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm where I am with this Will Smith thing. I mean, he's doing things that I think are like he, he has a water thing that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, smart. But you're right. He has the backing of. Uh, he knows that he has the backing of money. Yeah. No, no, no other kid his age is at home thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix the world with some water." I mean, maybe there are, but right. I don't know. I, I, I would rather do it. I, w- I wish I could. I wish I could have came from. I wish I had a, a family. This is what I would wish for. That understood money a little bit. Maybe not been rich, not to pass down millions of dollars, but to have me understand how to work with money and what I can do with it besides spend it. Right. That would have been what I would wish for. Somebody that showed me more of understanding of how to be financially savvy. Right, but if that person understood it the way they're supposed to understand it, they would be rich. If they're from if if they were new, let's say they were new Im- immigrants who come to the country and they don't have that knowledge to pass on to their family and that family. That's all I'm Eventually, someone learns it. Someone right. learns it, and that's how you become. The, I wish my family would have been the ones that learned it enough to make a, a, a nice amount of money, and then I could have taken that to another level, possibly, right. or understood how to. I, I don't know how to invest. I watched this whole stock market boom with this dude. Do I? And I have a little bit. Of, I had a little bit of money at the time that I could have put into the market and maybe made some more money. And I didn't know. I was so uncomfortable the idea of putting it in there when it's here. It's. Jerry Seinfeld had a great joke about uh, he's not going to – everybody says you got to send have your money work for you. Right. He goes, I'd rather work for my money. I'd like to have my money here, and I go do work to make my money better. He goes, I don't want to – I'm paraphrasing. I'm ruining this whole thing. But he said, I, I don't want to go there and send a bunch of money to go work for me. And then I go over there and go, well, where's my money? He goes, eh. Really wasn't working out. We had to let that money go. It wasn't doing its job. Right. Yeah, I, you know, so I, that's kind of where I come from. I, I was just too afraid to, right, to get in. Yeah, and if you're not in, you're out. Yeah, I, listen, man, fear keeps us from doing a lot of things. And you know, when you got money that you know you could look at, touch, and feel, and it's accessible to you right then and there, especially when you have a lot of it, the fear is to lose it. So you know, stocks, risks. You know, all that shit is risks, and nobody wants to take that risk, even though that's probably the smartest thing you could do if you understand how to do it. But it's letting it sit in the bank ain't going to do shit. No, because it, it costs you money when it's Like, I read where the quote was, again, I follow all this money shit on Instagram. It said, you know, real estate is not a get rich quick, but it's a for sure get rich. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Well, that's what McDonald's philosophy was. Right. McDonald's people think that they make money off selling burgers. They didn't. They made money on buying the real estate for the people to put their franchises on. Right. All right, boys and girls. There we go. We're poor, and we're not making enough money. Oh, no. Okay. Jesus. The quarterback is toast. Dude, you need to start eating better. (sighs) How do you know they made uh, broccoli spears? Just bubbling up. Because uh, uh, I'm in the room with you. There's no smell to that, dude. How There's do you, how, no smell to that. It nigga. sounded like it smelled. My farts be like toddlers, nigga. Innocent toddlers. There's just no bad. There's no I changed evil. my kids' diapers. There's, no There's evil, some evil shit in there. There's no evil gas coming out of me. All right. Um, there we go. Anticomedy.com. All my social media is in the upper right-hand corner. We'll still be over at... Uh, Stress Factory. Yeah, I had a dude write me on Instagram and said, yo, I love the podcast. I love you and Andy, but sometimes you guys beat a topic to death. And I said, well, motherfucker, you know where the exit is. Shit, nigga. We just what we do, nigga. We hit shit hard. What the fuck you want? Dude, how do you eat? When you eat your chicken wings, do you take all the meat off the bone? Depends on the chicken wings. Oh, okay. 
that's right. You're the weirdo about yeah, that shit. Yeah. No, I take all the meat off the bone. Yeah, yeah, okay. There you go, motherfucker. Alright, there it is. See you tomorrow. Or next week. Or sometime soon. Can you feel it, baby? <laughs> <laughs>